Welcome back to the Chiona Podcast. It is me, Sarah Sodizi. It's been a hot minute since I've said that, and I'm like kind of like, I'm kind of a little rusty. I'm not gonna lie. Like me thinking about how I was gonna record this, I'm like, damn, yo, it's been a hot minute, bro. But at the same time, I feel like I just recorded like episode 35 yesterday. I don't know. I'm just kind of, I'm losing the concept of time at this point because I just stay home all the time. And so I never know when it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, whatever. Like I just really only know when it's Friday because then I know that the next day I don't have to go to work. But anyways, hi, hello. I hope you guys have been doing okay. Um, If you're new here, I really suggest that you listen to season one because you're not going to have any idea what the heck I'm talking about when I make references. But if you are new here, hi, welcome. It's great to have you here. This a podcast about stories about my life and things that I've learned throughout my childhood, adolescence, and young adulthood and late late 20s at this point. <laughs> See, I told you guys, I'm so rusty at this. But hi, um, I took a break from season one to season two just because of a couple of things. But I think I need to address, first of all, obviously we have a new intro and I hope you guys really like it. I really wanted it to reflect the you know the whole spanish guitar the very much the vibe of where my hispanic culture comes from and then obviously maybe some of you guys don't know but you probably do know it says in my instagram bio i absolutely love electronic dance music so i wanted to blend those two things together and just kind of make something fun and exciting and like super pumping you know what i mean but yeah so in terms of what we're gonna see for season two I can't really give you a definitive answer because I'm trying to learn. I'm still trying to learn as we go along. I mean, granted, I definitely have learned a lot more about podcasting and how much hard work it takes after doing 35 episodes like every single Friday. But I'm I the only thing that I can really guarantee you guys is that I definitely have a lot more stories. <laughs> definitely, definitely, whether they are in the from the past and, or whether they are recent. And I feel like I kind of want to add those two elements together just so that way it can kind of be a little refreshing, you know, because I know talking about the past can be really hard and it can be really scary, even for me. Like sometimes when I come up with these concepts or when I come up with content, I'm like, dang, yo, we're going to be really reaching into the depths and the core of my of my existence with this one. But um, yeah, I kind of want to blend those things a little bit more and just kind of tap into those things and see see what sorts of things I'm learning about right now and what sorts of things I'm kind of growing into right now and oh also another thing that I kind of want to address really really briefly is the whole name situation so a couple people have addressed to me that Chiona is not spelled the way that it sounds and I'm going to briefly explain so in season one, I talked to you guys about why I named this podcast Chiona in the first place. And the reason why is because, like, as a refresher, the reason why is because when I was a kid, I used to cry a lot. And I used to cry over really dumb things. And even to this day, as a young adult, I cry over really stupid things. And so I have to remind myself to no ser tan Chiona, which in English translates to don't be such a crybaby. And so, yeah, but I've had people kind of be a little bit confused about that and all I can say to you is that this kind of opens up a conversation about the story of my life because and again given that this is a podcast about my life it kind of opens that up because I've always had that feeling where I am too white for the people that are like pure blood like raised like literally from the freaking like fresh off the boat Latinos like I'm too white for them my Spanish is not as good as theirs, and I don't sound like that. My accent isn't the same. Like, I'm too white for them, 
right? I'm too white and privileged. Whereas for like people that fall outside of that box, like that category, literally no, like anybody who doesn't speak Spanish or doesn't identify anything to do with Hispanic culture, like literally thinks that I am the one that's fresh off the boat. Like, let me get my taco truck. Let me get my freaking like I, I'm out here waving my Ecuadorian flag and straight off to fly back home to Hong Kong or something like that because they think I'm like the fobbiest of fobs. And so I kind of wanted to have the name of this podcast open up that conversation about how I'm trying to balance those two things because it's never, ever been a concrete answer, especially when people ask me where I'm from. They always feel the need to be like, oh, but no, but like, where are you really from? Because obviously I'm racially ambiguous. Like, if you take a good one look at me, obviously you can tell that I'm not white. Um, but that conversation kind of like, you know goes uh, spirals into other things and other conversations and topics that are really important to be honest with you but in spelling the name chiona it's actually supposed to be spelled in spanish it's supposed to be spelled c-h-i-l-l-o-n-a right chiona because in the spanish language two l's signifies a y sound obviously in the english language we don't have that and i do typically have or as of right now I do have more of an English speaking audience but again going back to that whole idea of like balancing things out where I'm like too white for the Latinos and too Latino for all the white people it just speaks to that where I spell it the way that it sounds so that it accommodates for people that don't actually speak Spanish because I will be damned if people come up to me and start telling me yo I love your podcast man Chelona it's so great can you imagine could you imagine? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, brothers, sisters, whatever. Like, we are not about to have people, sl- like, just butcher the crap out of this name. So I'm keeping it spelled the way that it is. Love it. Hate it. Sorry, not sorry. Okay, and last but not least, last, last, last but not least, I obviously need to talk about the elephant in the room as to why I took a break from podcasting in the first place and I kind of addressed it in the last episode where I just kind of needed to take a break and like manage things and like really center myself and what I'm doing and and, and everything like that because at the time I had just gotten a brand new job which I have now officially been at for almost four months which is insane to me and again that kind of just shows how long it's uh how long it's been since I've talked to you guys but yeah I'm just trying to I've just been trying to organize my life a little bit because not to be dramatic or anything like that, but things have been really difficult in terms of managing my mental health and having a hectic schedule and a hectic life and everything. But at the same time, I'm trying to hold myself accountable to it. So what do I mean by that? Well, first and foremost, a lot of you guys know, or may not know, I don't know, maybe you're new here, but I deal with anxiety on a regular basis. And sometimes it's easy to manage. Like sometimes I'm like, Psh, whatever, man, like you don't know what you're talking about. That voice inside your head. Oh, boo, hoo, hoo, freaking who. It's a lie. Don't worry about it. And then other times I'm like, oh my gosh, the world is caving, caving in on me and I don't know what to do. So I'm just going to sit here and do absolutely nothing about it. So I mean, like trying to maneuver those two things can be a little bit difficult at times. And when I am having difficulty uh, managing all that stuff, sometimes I will 
just kind of dissociate myself from people for a little bit because I don't want to take anything out on anybody or I don't want anybody to worry about me, which again is a huge character flaw that I have, but I've acknowledged it. I understand that that's something that I need to work on a little bit, but yeah, I just wanted to take that break to really center myself and be like, hey, you know, like these are the things that you need to deal with. These are the things that you need to work on. So how are we going to do that? And actually to put it as briefly as possible is I've kind of been maintaining all of this by doing things based on a maintained schedule. So what do I mean by that? I mean, like, literally, I have it lined up every single day how things are going to go and how things are going to work. And if they fall and if anything falls outside of that, I just simply have to be okay with it. Because I know part of being anxious is very much being in control of every single little thing that happens to you. So I've created a healthy medium where, yes, in a way, I do maintain control of the things that are going on within my life, whether that's with work or with, like, my personal life, my relationships, my friendships and things like that. So I do have that sense of control. But I'm also trying to learn and reflect and be okay with the idea that certain things aren't always going to pan out the way you want them to, and that's okay. And when they don't go your way, what are you going to or how are you going to respond to those things? You know what I mean? So for me, I've started scheduling time to read a chapter of a book every single day, write in my journal every Sunday, do meditation and drawing on Wednesdays. Uh, I actually just recently started doing a prayer book every Friday. So I will write down the things that I need to pray for throughout the week. And then on Friday, I'll dedicate some time and just pray and be alone and have my conversations with God and be like, yo, what's up? Like, I know it's been a crazy week, but at least I can dedicate some time on the Friday and be like, hey, these are the things that have been on my mind or these are the things that have come up in my life. I need I need you right now or I need your presence with me right now. So these are kinds of like the little things that I've been trying to do and trying to maintain all throughout the past couple of months. And it's been going pretty well. I'm not going to lie. And then the last thing I I feel like some of you guys might know what I'm talking about when I talk about this is when um, you start to not manage your mental health very well and as a result some very intrusive thoughts start entering into your mind so kind of tied to what I was just talking about before because obviously it's a process I'm not saying I'm like 100% back together again but I just recently learned what imposter syndrome is And for those of you that don't know what it is, it's basically the whole concept of where your mind starts to play tricks on you and tell you that all of the success, all of the amazing things that you've accomplished, all of your accolades and all of the things that you've accumulated over the course of whether it's like a week or years even, it's not relevant and you don't deserve it and it, it means absolutely nothing right? Like none of that stuff is, none of that stuff means anything. And it kind of just makes you feel a little beat up and torn down. And I'm not trying to get depressing or anything like that, but it's, it's, it's quite a sad thing. So I just recently learned what that was. And I was starting to feel that way because, you know, as much as I've accomplished so many amazing things in my life, I still feel like there's still so much for me to do. And as a result of that, sometimes, like, like I said, my mind's playing tricks on me and saying like, oh, you haven't accomplished anything yet, dude. Like, hello, like you doing this? No, that doesn't mean anything. You doing that doesn't mean anything either. So I've just been struggling with the idea that like, I haven't done enough, even though I'm still only just 27 turning 28. Like, what the heck, dude, you have so much time left. And I feel like this pandemic has really kind of like 
amplified that even more for a lot of us where we feel like we're just not doing anything productive because we're kind of like in this in-between well I don't know about y'all but like over here in the GTA we're kind of like in this in-between where it's okay to like go out and do things now that like restrictions have been lifted but at the same time you kind of feel bad because you're like I don't want to catch anything or I don't want anybody else to get sick as a result of me going somewhere like we're just kind of like in this in-between right and again as a result of you feeling bad for going out you're like damn dude like I'm just missing out on so much stuff and I've just now started to realize like yo just chill out man like I feel like there's just so much pressure on people to succeed at a certain age, at a certain time, and have everything figured out. And again, this is why I'm recording this episode and doing this podcast up again, because I need to remind myself that no, everybody is on a different schedule than you. The only thing that you should be concerned about in terms of all the success and all the happiness that you can garner, it's for yourself, dude. And again, I have to keep reminding myself of that. But anyways, without further ado... Let's just get into the first episode of season two. This like, this, I guess it just depends on the scenario or the situation, but like most of the time I feel like we're all in heavily, I can't speak today, we're all in heavy agreement that high school relationships, they don't count as like relationships that you've ever had. I mean, they've taught you things, maybe, but... I wouldn't consider anybody that I quote-unquote dated in high school to have been anything serious. Like, I knew for a fact, like, I was not gonna marry any of these people. So, I mean, there's that. I just, I just learned a lot, though. I learned a lot, a lot, a lot. And that's not to say that I was, like, dating every dude in my high school because, like, yo, like, who was I? I wasn't that cool. But (laughs) there are some very memorable, (laughs) there are some very memorable times where I remember that I'd be interested in a dude and then I realized or I asked myself this question where I was like do I like you or do I just do I like not like you I'm, I'm very confused and I feel like it had a lot to do with just the developmental science behind uh the teenage brain because obviously our hormones are running wild and I was a little boy crazy I'm not gonna lie but at the same time I wouldn't act upon those instincts or those feelings because usually they would just go away I I mentioned this in previous episodes before is where when I really liked a guy like I really really liked them so I would chase after them hardcore and like sometimes it would just oh crash and burn and it'd be really bad but it makes for a really great story and I will tell you guys this one story is just one of those ones where I just look back and I'm like I was so mean I was so so freaking mean and and like Given how I am now as a person that will say how she feels like right away as soon as she starts feeling it or like very much will address things and and is not afraid to confront people. Back then, I didn't have that level of confidence to go up to somebody and be like, hey, listen, I don't like you anymore. So where am I going with this story? Like, let's start from the beginning, okay? I remember I dated this guy. Let's name him oh let's name him jimmy no i know a jimmy and he's very nice let's let's call him oh my gosh oh my gosh oh my gosh orangutan because that's the only thing that i can think of right now oh my gosh don't judge me okay so orangutan was in my french class and uh we were friends like we 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 rolled in the same kind of like circles but we weren't like super super tight yet 
However, his best friend, I'm going to call him, oh my god, chimpanzee, because hello, orangutan chimpanzee. Um, so chimpanzee was in band class with me, because for those of you that may or may not know, I played the clarinet from grade 7 to grade 10, and oh god, Squidward moments, I know. Um, but we were in band together, so him and I were pretty decent friends. And so sometimes for band uh, for band class, or like because we were in like the... The, the school band uh we would go on field trips to do like different shows different concerts and things like that for like competitions and things like that right and my high school actually side note my high school was actually like hella good like i quit at a very pivotal time because like i know like my high school was like really well known for like doing like really well in music and stuff like that because we had like a bunch of different prodigies and like some of these kids like that was like their life but anyways i was in band with chimpanzee and so we we you know we got to talking whatever and we were on a field trip this one time and this was like one of those like night field trips like did you ever did any of you guys ever used to get like hella excited for night field trips like day field trips like yeah they're sick whatever but like night field trips like are you dumb me getting to leave school property after school is done or like not during regular school hours like are you dumb it was hella lit especially our band ones like let me tell you something about band kids is the stereotype that often comes with it is that they're like really like very very full of hormones and like everyone's making out with each other and like to be honest with you it's kind of true because like every bus ride that we would go on like a whole bunch of the kids in the back seat would be making out with each other and it's just so cringe because you're just like oh like me at that age what i was like 15 16 like i wanted no part in any of that but anyways besides the point so we were on this night field trip myself and chimpanzee and we were coming back and this is when he proceeded to tell me that orangutan had like a massive crush on me and was like sarah like you need to go out with orangutan because he really likes you and he would treat you so great and he's my best friend and i was just like uh, i don't i don't know like him and i are friends i didn't think that he would feel that way about me because like yo listen i'm totally oblivious to things okay guys like if nobody if you don't tell me okay let me say something if you don't tell me that you like me like that then i'm not gonna know okay porque soy bien like my head in the cloud okay like i don't know so when he told me that orangutan had a crush on me i was like no way he has a crush on me and chimpanzee was like he's my best friend how am i not gonna know this so anyways i took his word for it but i was just kind of on the fence about it and i was sitting next to my friend ashley i'm gonna give her real name because it's cool whatever like that's not really that much that doesn't have that much relevancy to the story so sitting next to my friend ashley and she was telling me she's like you should totally go out with him sarah like he's a really nice guy blah 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 like what's the harm in it this and that and like you know what you you know when we you know when you watch like those public proposal videos and like you see like i don't know like the the dude like does like a whole flash mob dance and like a whole does like the whole nine yards for his girl just so that he can propose to her and she's like seeing all these people stare at her and she gets that pressure where she's like yes or where she says yes and then afterwards you find out that she like actually turned him down or even like even worse when he does like the whole nine yards and she says no like and walks away oof big oof like i would never want to do that to somebody so keep that little side note tidbit in mind okay so as we were heading back from this concert chimpanzee proceeds to call orangutan on his cell phone and let me tell you something guys back when i was 15 not everybody had cell phones. Like myself, I didn't have a cell phone. A bunch of my friends didn't have cell phones yet. But this was when social media and texting and calling, that was when it was just starting to become like instant 
where you could communicate very easily with one another because before you had to just really see people in person type of thing but now everyone had their black everyone had their blackberries and iphones were just starting to become popular and stuff like that oh my god i feel so old so he he called he he te- first he texted orangutan i remember that he texted orangutan and then he called him while we were on the bus and nobody was really paying attention to the conversation myself uh, chimpanzee and ashley were having like none of it like nobody else was paying attention to the conversation until yo i swear everyone's ears perked up like a damn rabbit as soon as orangutan like answered the phone because yo orangutan answers the phone bus goes quiet and i'm just like sitting there like oh my gosh like what is life and so chimpanzee proceeds to say like hey like orangutan you'll never guess like who i'm on the bus with right now like bro you're not gonna believe it and orangutan goes all all cool and whatnot because he's trying to like like make it seem like he doesn't know even though he knew that i was in band with chimpanzee but anyways so so chimpanzee goes or sorry orangutan goes oh who who are you on the bus with chimpanzee and chimpanzee goes i'm on the bus with sarah dude and then there's like a long pause and again bus is really quiet at this point i don't know why everyone decided to end their conversations and listen to what we were talking about but anyways so um <laughs> chimpanzee proceeds to say like listen man i've been talking you up all night and i've been trying to tell her like yo like he's been wanting to ask you out and he's had a huge crush on you for a while now like what's up with that blah blah blah, blah. so like i'm trying to hook this up and my friend ashley she also was like yeah like you guys should go out you guys should go out and a ar- orangutan was like oh so what does sarah think about that and chimpanzee i'll never forget this chimpanzee says to me he's like yo man that's not how you ask out a girl bro like you gotta say like will you be my girlfriend or are you gonna like will you go out with me and again bus was dead silent so you remember how i mentioned the proposal thing where like everybody's staring at you and you don't know whether or not you want to say yes or no but you don't want to embarrass the person in front of everybody and like you know like there's all that pressure there oh my gosh this is why i say i'm the queen of terrible choices in high school because like i anyways so everyone was like waiting on my response and i'm sitting there like twiddling my thumbs like oh my god what do i do like what do i do and so i was like yeah i'll go out with you i think i guess like i would just (laughs) i can't believe i said i guess and everyone believed me because then afterwards everyone started cheering on the bus and it was really embarrassing like i just wanted to hide and dig myself into a hole and never come out um but yeah so when we get home or when we get back to the school uh, chimpanzee is like over the moon it's like yes yo my best friend has a girlfriend like he was the ultimate ultimate wingman like you know like get you a friend get you a friend like chimpanzee that's gonna like ride it out for you and really like talk you up you know what i mean so anyways i came back from this concert with like a whole ass boyfriend and i didn't even know if i really liked him like that because him and i were friends right and we hung out in the same friend group so it's not like we didn't see each other quite often or anything like that and we also had french class together right so i it wasn't like i wasn't gonna see him or like i was gonna avoid him or anything like that so at that point i was just kind of like you know what like okay like let's see how this goes and to be honest with you guys like it went on for a decent amount of time all the way up until the summer i want to say like when when we were done grade 10 and it's funny because sometimes you might think and i'm not i'm not suggesting this by any means because this was again a very stupid decision on my on my part but 
sometimes you you think like oh like I don't know if I like this person and then the more you hang out with them and the more you spend time with them like you actually start to like them because that's exactly what happened is like I didn't really like him like that at first but then as him and I started hanging out and talking to each other on MSN oh uh, as we started talking to each other like regularly I actually did start to like him and I'll never forget this one time he messaged me on MSN and was like hey I wanted to ask you a question and I was like sure and he says to me do you mind if I bring a sweater for you to borrow and like you can keep it and you can wear it whenever you can wear it whenever I'm not around so that way you know I'm always there with you and guys come on like 15 year old 16 year old me like over the freaking moon hello 27 year old me is still over the moon like that's the cutest thing I've ever heard you can judge me if you want but that's the cutest thing in the world and I was like oh my gosh orangutan of course like that is so sweet it's probably gonna smell why am I so cringe it's probably gonna smell like you too oh my gosh wow and then when I did get it he gave it to me after school he gave me his sweater after school and it did smell like him and he smelled like clean laundry and fellas fellas you need to smell nice if you're gonna let your if you're gonna let you like your girl borrow your sweater please don't let it be dirty and nasty and all kinds of gross or whatever at least like spray it with some cologne or something like that because like you know what orangutan had the right idea it smelled like clean laundry it was beautiful loved it i was over the moon and that's when i really felt invested and i I was like okay like i actually really really like (laughs) orangutan and i remember when my best friend in high school used to make fun of me all the time because orangutan and i when we started like going out and like making it more i guess like out in the open we used to walk into french class together holding hands and being so like pretentious and annoying like please no one cares about your relationship but we used to walk in there like thinking we were like the king and queen of the class it was just so extra for no reason but anyways anywho you guys are here for the tea so time goes on i told you guys that this this fizzled out in the summer but i'll explain to you why the whole topic of this this episode is like I've made poor choices and I was really mean in high school. So I'm going to try and connect that now. So as time went on, I started to realize like, do I actually really like him? Because I, I was like on like this like very, very high point. And then there comes a time when like all of the happiness and all the excitement of a new relationship like kind of just like fades away. And you're just kind of like, okay, like now what? Especially when you're like 15, 16 years old, there's only so much. And granted, my parents were like hella strict. So I couldn't even stay after school that long. I couldn't go out to like parties or like you know like do do all that stuff that regular high high school kids do because a I didn't have a cell phone and b my parents were like hella strict so like they didn't feel comfortable with me just like hanging out with cualquier persona with whoever and just like doing whatever like you know just causing trouble and stuff like that my parents were worried about things like that and so I came to the realization I was like I sat there one day and was like do I actually really like orangutan or am I just kind of like chilling here and like thinking that like this is cool or whatever and I really started to reflect on that and then finally it came time when it was like almost summer vacation so we were all signing each other's yearbooks and I was walking around school like trying to find everybody to sign my yearbook blah 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 and I don't know what came over me to ever think that this was okay but I literally like I saw in the distance I saw orangutan coming towards me in the distance in the hallway and I just booked it I booked it I ran I didn't say anything I just ran I was running away from him because I was like I don't want to see him right now like no I don't want to deal with it I don't want to deal with it and I ran into my then best friend in high school 
And I said to her, I was like, dude, I can't face orangutan right now. Like, I just don't want to deal with him because like, I just, I, I just find him to be like, at, at this point, like I had really thought it over and I was just like, no, I don't think I really like him like that. But I was too chicken to tell him how I felt and say like, listen, man, this ain't working out. Like, I don't want to do this no more. I just ran. I just ran away. And guys, I did this throughout the entire school day. And remember how I said that we had mutual friends or we hang out in similar, hung out in similar circles? Dog. I had to avoid most of my friends because this man was around everybody at that time and I was running all over the school and just like trying to avoid him, avoid him, avoid him until I couldn't. I remember he caught me in the area of like where the gym was and he stopped me and was like, oh my goodness, Sarah, I've been looking for you everywhere. Like, where have you been? I feel like I just keep missing you, blah, 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 blah. I don't know if he was like trying to save face and like trying to like look cool or whatever, because I'm pretty sure he knew that I was avoiding him. But anyways, he never even said anything like that. And so I was just like, oh my gosh. And I piled it with more lies. Like, who am I? I'm a terrible person. I was like, oh my gosh, orangutan, this is so crazy. Like, I have been trying to look for you too. Like, what are the chances that I just can't seem to find you all day at school? and hello academy award like bro i was i was pulling things out of my bum at that point but <laughs> it's funny that i mentioned that like i didn't really want to be with this guy but even still despite the fact that i was standing right in front of him i still couldn't say to him like listen i don't want to be your girlfriend no mo right it was him though that had mentioned to me and said like i think we need to talk about some things and i was like okay sure so then he pulled me aside oh my god he pulls me aside and he says listen i don't think we should go out anymore guys guys are you kidding me so like i was too scared to say anything to him so i just i just let it happen i just let him just be like i don't think we should go out anymore i think we're way better off as friends i hope you don't hate me like just gave me like this whole speech and like just a st play the violin in the freaking background like bro i couldn't believe my eyes i was like oh my gosh i don't even need and in my brain i was like oh my gosh i don't even need to say anything to him I don't even, I don't even, and I, like, it just was processing in my mind, and this is why I don't remember half of the things that he said, because, like, literally, I was inside my own head, hello, anxiety, I was inside my own head being like, wait, why doesn't he like me anymore, and I started thinking, like, wait a minute, you're breaking up with me, even though, hello, girl, like, you wanted to break up with him, why is this so damn important to you, but I was thinking, you don't like me anymore, like, what did I do? Or what is it that I did that, like, made you want to, like, friendzone me? Blah, 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 blah. I was thinking all this in my head. And, like, I just think back to that decision and I just think, like, girl, why were you running away from him, first of all? First of all, like, we're not five years old. We're not playing tag. Why were you running away from him? Secondly, secondly, girl... I'm pretty sure if he was feeling that way, like there was no real way for me to know that he was feeling that way. But at the same time, like, yo, you can't, you can't just hold things in and just like be okay with things or like just like stick with something just because you're scared to hurt somebody's feelings. Like sometimes things need to be said. You know what I mean? I, I, I really executed it the wrong way. But it makes for a funny story. Like I said, it makes for a really great story. And I've learned since then to always tell somebody how I feel. Okay, so this next story is very much related to that kind of idea where you should really tell somebody how you feel and not agree to something when you don't really feel like this is right. And what I mean by that is, and it's funny because this happened before I started going out with orangutan, so I really should have applied that logic and really listened to my own advice as I'm saying it now to somebody who might be in this position. But nonetheless, 
nonetheless. I just kind of wanted to contrast the two. And now, obviously, as I mentioned before, I know how to tell somebody how I feel. And when I like you, I really like you. So there's that. Yeah. Okay. So this happened in grade nine drama class. And there was this guy, let's call him... Let's call him Kermit, because I'm looking at my Kermit the Frog plush toy, and that's all I can come up with right now. Anyways, okay, so Kermit was in my drama class, and he wasn't the most popular guy. Like, granted, we were in grade 9, so everyone was just starting to establish their friend groups, and, like, everyone was friends with everybody, or at least, like, it felt like I was. I don't know. And so, but he wasn't really, like, super well-known by everybody at that point. I don't, I don't know. And he kind of just was, like, he was a little awkward. Like, he meant really well. He meant very, very well, but he was just really awkward. Like, his execution in jokes would be just very, they wouldn't be a very good landing, but you could kind of see where he was going with a joke, and you kind of just laughed at that anyways because you kind of felt bad. Oh my gosh, I'm explaining this horribly. But nonetheless, all you really need to know is that Kermit was a very awkward individual and was in my drama class, okay? So as time progressed, we had to do this one improv, I don't even know, it was like an improv project or something, and my teacher divided us into groups, and it was groups of three. And so it was myself, Kermit the Frog, and some other chick. I'm going to call her Pinecone because I, I, at this point, we're naming everybody inanimate objects or animals. Um, that's just the way that it goes because I'm running out of names. So Pinecone and Kermit were inside or were in my improv group. And we had to just try and come up with some sort of activity. I, I honestly don't remember the premise of what we were doing, but it doesn't really matter. That's not what's relevant. So as we were working together in the group, Pinecone decides to say to me, you guys would make a really cute couple. She proceeds to tell us that in the middle of us just working on something. And I was just like, uh, that's a little weird considering like I didn't really know Kermit that well. Like we kind of like knew each other because we were in the same class. And like some of his friends were friends with my friends. It, it was that same kind of concept where, again, everybody's kind of friends with each other. But like we're just trying to figure that out. So anyways, she said that and I was just kind of like, haha, that's funny. And it was so awkward sitting in that sitting in that improv group because like, I had a feeling, but I didn't actually know because he didn't say anything. I had a feeling that he had feelings for me, but anyways, it was real confusing. So anyways, Pinecone basically exposed the whole deal and was just like, Kermit has a crush on you and I really think that you should date him. And I asked him, I said, Kermit, is this true? Like, why is she speaking on your behalf? And he was just like, yeah, yeah. And he was, again, he was so awkward. He meant, well, he was nice, but he was just so awkward. He was like, yeah, yeah, I I like you. I like you. So do you want to go out? Like, just de repente, like, out of nowhere, just says, like, so do you want to go out? And at that point, like, I'm stuck there, like, sitting with Pinecone and with Kermit, like, huh, what do I do? And... Oh my god. Okay. See, this is what I mean when I say like I'm so, I feel so, I made such stupid choices when I was in high school because I said yes. Just bear with me. I promise it gets worse. It gets worse cuz you're already sitting there in your seat, I bet, and you're laughing at me and you're like, "Oh my god, Sarah, why would you do that?" And it gets worse. So I'm sitting there and I'm just like, "Ha, okay, great." So anyways, let's continue with our project and everything so we continued and pinecone was like super over the moon but here's the weird part guys like let me just make this as a side note like pinecone was happy for us but at the same time like i felt like she was a little jealous because maybe she low-key liked kermit i don't freaking know so this literally this literally happened because my drama class was in the morning i remember and this literally happened in the morning so then in the afternoon when it was time for us to go home 
Kermit came to my locker. And you like those scenes? I feel like there's like a famous movie that has a scene like this where like you have your locker door open and then when you close it, there's somebody like directly behind the door when you're like closing it or whatever and they're like standing there. Oh my gosh, see, this is what I mean. Like Kermit was so awkward that he didn't even like go like go with invisibility for me to see him he was behind the door of my locker and when I closed my locker door he was there and he scared me and I was like oh hi Kermit uh how's it going and he was just like oh oh it's good I just I just wanted to know if you wanted to hang out after school and like I said guys I'm not I think about this now and I'm just like oh my gosh like so precious but at the time I was like oh my gosh like this is really weird like oh like I felt really cringy like you know like ugh, like just like when you when you this is how, the best way that I can describe it when you touch a piece of food while you're washing the dishes at home that's what it felt like okay and so he asked me he's like I just want to know if you wanted to like hang out after school or something like you know and honestly this was a valid excuse because uh, I mentioned this to you guys before my parents were hella strict so as soon as soon as school was done my parents were picking me up like there was no reason for me to be staying after school other than maybe if I had an extracurricular activity to do but my parents knew about that in advance and would pick me up directly after that was done so like there was no going around it so it was a valid excuse and I legitimately said to him I was like listen Kermit I can't hang out with you after school today because my parents are already here and I have to go home blah 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 blah. he was like oh okay like he was real understanding about it you know like real cool about it so I was like okay sick like you're all right you're valid you're valid but this is where my friends this is where it gets a little I don't even know how y'all are gonna react to this so I was like okay well I guess I'll see you in class tomorrow and I tried to go in for a hug like a frontal hug so like my arms were like wide open like ready to hug him from the front because I was like he's my quote-unquote boyfriend like that's what you're supposed to do this man literally stops me and puts his hand out for a high five and it was just the most awkward high five ever because strategy guys if you're gonna give somebody a high five you look at their hand and then you hit it so that way it's not like an awkward like somebody missed type of high five this is what made it worse is that he went out for a high five and so I was like oh okay so I pulled back from the hug and I tried to give him a high five but I guess he like hesitated so we missed the high five we missed the high five and it was just so like I was so uncomfortable I was like what just what just happened and I was like all right cool see ya and he was like see ya bye and I just went I went home literally thinking about it for the rest of the day because I was just like no I can't do this anymore like why did I agree to this why did I agree so then the next day at school like literally it only went on for 24 hours because I was so embarrassed and I didn't want anybody to know about it but people who are listening from high school yo what's up shout out to you um the next day of school, when we went to drama class and I was in that freaking improv group. That's the other thing I was thinking about too. I was like, oh my gosh, I have to see him in my improv group tomorrow. Oh my God. So I go I go to I go to class and I see Kermit sitting there on one of the stools in the drama room. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, I need to get this out of the way because like I just need to tell him like, I don't like you like that. Like, please, like, I don't think that this is going to work out. And I was terrified. So we, myself, Pinecone and Kermit, we got into our small group or whatever and we were outside in the hallway kind of practicing our thing that we had come up with and so then I pulled Kermit aside I told Pinecone I was like yo I just need to talk to Kermit for a second like do you mind and she was like no 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 like go ahead so 
So I go and I pull Kermit aside and I'm like, listen, man, like, you're so sweet and you're really nice and everything, but I don't think I like you like that. Like, I re <laughs> I realized, like, after, <laughs> I realized after yesterday when I said yes to going out with you, like, I realized, like, maybe that wasn't the smartest decision for me to make. I, like, I was pulling every single word out of my bum, out of my bum bum y'all and saying like yo like i don't think this is working out and like guys like this is why sometimes people feel bad about rejecting somebody but it has to be done because like the look on his face like i could tell that he was hurt and he was like kind of sad about it because he liked me and i didn't feel the same way but at the same time it was just kind of one of those things where you're like you have to say something sarah because you're gonna like you're gonna drive yourself crazy if you agree to this and you're gonna be giving this man high fives instead of hugs like hello like not that there's anything wrong with that like i'm not trying to roast nobody that that's like com uncomfortable in certain situations like social settings and things like that i'm not trying to roast nobody but at the same time it's like i literally <laughs> i literally tried to hug you and you pushed away or you like pulled away and you hit me with a high five what am i supposed to do and even worse the high five wasn't even executed properly so it was an awkward high five like it's just like l after l after l and it's like i can't keep doing this and maybe eventually he'll come out of his shell that's what i thought at one point i was like maybe eventually he'll come out of his shell and he'll hug me but i was like i'm not about to wait around for this and i don't like him like that so i can't do this and so yeah i basically gave him the whole spiel he was he had no choice but to accept it and i guess he told pinecone and needless to say our improv group was like hella awkward because for the rest of the time that we were in drama class, she really didn't like me, like very much so. And I don't even know if it was because I rejected Kermit and didn't want to go out with him anymore or because she had some other motivation behind not liking me for whatever reason. But I have no idea what she's up to now, so I can't really even ask her. And it'd be interesting to ask her, although I have no way of contacting her and being like yo what's up pinecone like didn't you hate me in like grade nine what did i do to you <laughs> just straight up ask her like yo didn't you hate me in grade nine like what was up with that <laughs> but yeah the moral of the story is is like if you are uncomfortable with something or if like you know you feel like you've been pressured into making some sort of decision you really just need to just take a step back and not let anybody else influence your decision because at the end of the day sometimes you'll find yourself in a really uncomfortable situation where it'll make this will make things like 11 12 a billion times worse and well guys that's it for this week's episode i we we went over the time you know, usually my episodes are typically between like 25 to 30 minutes, but today I wanted to do something a little bit more special. And again, the intro was kind of long because I had to explain a couple of things, but I hope you guys enjoyed it. Let me know what sorts of topics you want me to talk about or discuss, or if there's something that you're dealing with right now that you feel like I have a story that's associated with it, which I probably most likely will, then please let me know. Hit me up on Instagram at SoDeezy and... Oh, before I sign off today, I did want to address, okay, so I was thinking about, <laughs> I was thinking about, like, managing my social media and, like, how that whole shebang is and everything like that, right? And somebody had brought up the idea of getting a TikTok account because I'm one of those people that <laughs> will send Instagram reels to all my friends that already have TikTok and they're like I've already seen this like four months ago like why are you sending this to me now or like when they send me links to TikToks and stuff like that like I open it and it goes into 
<laughs> it goes into Apple Safari and it's a whole thing. Like, <laughs> just because I'm like adamant on like never downloading that stupid freaking app. And actually, funny story is I did download it once and I found myself going down a rabbit hole of just like a whole bunch of different videos. And like time went by so fast for me that I felt found myself so distracted that I was like, no, I can't do this. But I think it might be time to open up a TikTok account and just to like, I guess like follow along with everybody. I don't, I don't know how to even phrase it. Like follow along with everybody and see what the hype is all about. And here's the thing is that if I were to start creating content on there, I would be like so embarrassed, but also at the same time, I'm like, I like to think that I'm somewhat funny. So I mean, maybe... <laughs> maybe I could come up with something because fun fact Instagram has like those reels that you can like use effects filters and all that stuff and like I've made them but I've never made them public like I have like at least like five or six that I've done and I've just sent them to like my closest friends and I know that they're not going to distribute that crap like (laughs) but I've made it for them and like they'll tell me I mean obviously because they're my friends but they'll tell me they're like yo Sarah why (laughs) why did you make this or why is this so funny and I'm just like well (laughs) well it is what it is but yeah I I'm gonna consider opening or making a TikTok account and we'll 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 go from there but anyways I hope you have a fabulous fabulous weekend I will see you next week happy season two goodbye